0: Welcome to What Am I Doing With My Life with me, your host, Alyssa Desai. Ever sit there just thinking, what am I doing with my life? Well, this is the podcast for you. Each episode will share a different woman's journey, normalise not having it all figured out, give you actionable tips and motivate you when you feel stuck, lost and overwhelmed by life. I am beyond excited to be sharing this podcast with you, and I hope every conversation you listen to helps you to feel less alone. In this episode, I'm joined by Sophie Ann Perry. Sophie is a beauty industry educator and practitioner with over 14 years' experience in the beauty and wellness space. She's known for creating educational content, designing treatments and brand material, as well as hosting trainings, events, and masterclasses to a global audience. If you follow her on Instagram, you'll know how incredibly relaxing her facial massage reels are. Sophie's built an ever-growing online community and is always sharing her knowledge on non-invasive techniques to help you love the skin you're in, establishing herself as a much-loved, positive voice of the industry. Thank you so much for pushing play today. I really hope you enjoy this conversation and you find it helpful. I would appreciate it so much if you could rate, review and subscribe to the podcast. It means the world to me. And if you email me a screenshot of your review, I will send you a free visualization track. Have a look at the show notes my email. Join me as we launch straight into Sophie's Journey start wherever you want to start. How did you get to this point where you are today? Tell me.
1: Oh, thank you. Well, thank you for having me on here. Honestly, it's fabulous to be here. How did I start? It's been a journey. It's always a journey. I think that's such an important thing to remember. It was never a, I want to get here and that's how we did it. So I started as a beauty therapist for, I've been in the industry now for over 14 years, which is Quite alarming. <laughs> um, it goes so quickly, doesn't honestly, it? How has it been for over 14 years? Um started as a therapist and was doing all the treatments under the sun you can imagine, anything in terms of like mole removal, laser hair removal, skin rejuvenation, like deep tissue massages. I was doing everything. I was really trying to figure out where I kind of belonged in this industry. And I think the main thing that I loved was, you know, meeting so many new clients, building those reports with those clients and just just yet, you know, you're kind of building like a friendship community that's your clients as well. Um, and then quickly realized, actually, I love to treat, but also I love to teach. So I'd have lots of like therapists that I'd work with and, you know, help strengthen their career to the point where I was like, actually, I I, I love teaching. That was my passion. So I didn't want to step away from treating clients, you know, wholly, but really started to grow my career in education and think, even if I'm not teaching you know treating every single day at least I can help another therapist like really gain their knowledge in that industry and did a really really fun change which was a bit of a strange one I actually went completely full circle from doing those kind of treatments to assisting with doctors and medical medical like practitioners so I was assisting things like Botox fillers and even like liposuction so I was in scrubs and I said like all day like six hours a day which is not me right the the Sophie that you would know like now on screen um yeah just assisting in like it was all non non, mainly non-invasive but it kind of like got on the edge of non-invasive and I had nothing and I had nothing none of that done myself Uh, had lots of opportunities and then I suddenly realized this isn't for me like there has to be a better way to do this and this industry really talks about how we're you know helping people's confidence we're in that confidence boosting industry but really I was like this this to me isn't this is kind of like borderline We're we're trying to find areas of concern that aren't necessarily there for our you know clients and it quickly got a little bit worrying for me what I was seeing in the age that you know clients would come in and they'd want all sorts of procedures to look like a certain image of someone that just wasn't real so that's when I quickly you know second guessed whether or not I wanted to stay in the industry and I say the industry because I really don't like saying the term the beauty industry it just doesn't feel it just feels a bit superficial to me so yeah and then and then I found um the brand that I've been working with for like five years which is Face Gym so that's the whole non-invasive approach to aging gracefully and living your best self and not any any of this anti-aging anything like that so it's that was kind of like made me realize I'm definitely more into the natural remedies of these practices And helping people kind of flourish in that industry and there's so many you know therapists and practitioners that I've helped along the way now that I've really found kind of my my passion of where I'm at and yeah what I believe in the most really and I think my one thing to say is there's not a one and done for anyone like if if you do feel like that route is for you and there are practices and treatments that you want to go down through the surgical way to make you feel better that's amazing and whatever makes us feel our best self but that's where I am today. I feel like that was a long, long-winded answer.
0: No, I loved that. And did you always, like when you were in school, did you want to get into the industry?
1: Do you know what? No, I didn't. I I was, I think you you found this as well. I was, I loved dance. So I was a ballet dancer for a little while. I want to say I was a ballet dancer. I did ballet for a long time and fell in love with it and just kind of lost my way with that little bit, which... I'm dying to go back to it because I do miss it. Um, And then just, I actually started in hair, hair hairdressing, quickly realised, Alyssa, that was just not my path. I was like, I can't do this. I'm not very good at this. (laughs) I'm going to get the qualification, but I'm not going to stay in this kind of industry. And then I did just fall into this. So it wasn't like I, you know, dreamt of being um, a practitioner and really helping people gain their confidence in this particular industry. It was just more found my route and yeah, kept
0: going. Mm. and when you fell into it was it kind of an instant oh this could be this could be something that I'm going to enjoy or did it take a bit of time to be like oh I'm not sure like a bit of second guessing a little
1: bit of second guessing I think because I was so young as well I was 17 at the time which who I mean you're very blessed if you know what you want to do at that young age and I feel like the journey the, the fun of the journey is figuring out along the way right so I definitely realized, okay, I I love doing things like this. I don't like doing things like, at the time you had to do like waxing and all these wonderful things that I know we still love. Um, But it it just wasn't for me. So it was definitely finding out what area that I loved working on. And and now I look back and it was definitely the, the fact of making someone feel great and really empowering that person that you have in that chair, on that bed. If they're feeling uncomfortable, they're not feeling great about themselves. It's being able to do, you know, help them and help you. So that was the element that I realized along the way that that was the bit for me.
0: Mm. And I love what you said, like the fun of figuring it Mm. out, because I think so many people
1: hate the figuring it out. I know, (laughs) honestly. And that's the pressure we put on ourselves is I want to be here. And why do I not know what I want to do with my life? And finally figuring out what you want to do, but you've got to get there. But there's always reminding yourself. And I still have to remind myself every single day. It's enjoy the journey that you're in because, What's what does it mean once you've got to that end goal? You know, we all change all the time. And you might get to that end goal and then suddenly realize, oh, actually, I, I might want to do this, or I might want to do this. And life takes different paths. So I've always have to remind myself to
0: enjoy the journey at the same time. Definitely. That's what I think I'm realizing now is like what I want to do is going to be ever evolving because I'm going to change as a person or I'm going to find out. A new modality or a new way of supporting clients or yeah I just I have no idea and I'm excited by that because I think what I'm doing may look not that different or actually quite different in five 10 15 20 years who knows and the
1: industry is changing everything around us is changing you know we are we were all more in face to face now it's still a lot more online there's there's so many new things evolving every day so to restrict yourself and your thought process of oh I want to be here and that's that's just what I want to do and I need to get there it's I think that's limiting yourself for so many potentials that could come in your way and there's definitely been times along the way where I've thought I don't want to be in the beauty industry anymore it's not for me I've taken a complete reroute and thought you know maybe I'll try something completely different lasted about five months and then quickly gave back because I realized no okay maybe there's certain elements of this industry that's not for me but if I really can get make my mark on it and and find my own way in there and not to give up
0: I know sometimes what can happen is... We can be in a certain job and not feel like it's right for us whether it's about the job or the company or the industry and then we almost have this blanket response of okay well this isn't the right thing for me i can't do this or i shouldn't do this and it might just be that this specific job isn't quite the right one for you or this company isn't quite suited to you or maybe it's about doing this job but in a different industry so don't just take it as a sign of this isn't the right thing for you really look at what are the elements that I do enjoy and what's not quite right and how can I get more clarity to then take my next step have you had moments when you're just like what am I doing with my knife?
1: Oh my gosh! I think if, if we don't admit to ourselves that we have them at least once a week, I think we're lying. Yeah. Um, yes. When do they start? Really, I know. <laughs> I do. I do a lot of the time. I think again, it's societal pressures. To me, is a really, really tough one. Um, I'm now in my early 30s, and I remember Alyssa saying, "At 25, I'm going to have a family and have children," and that was genuinely what I believed. And getting to 25 and thirty, and realizing oh, okay I'm really not in that point of my life right now and I'm you know enjoying my career and figuring out where I want to be in my career but there are definitely still moments where it's like what am I doing am I in the right path or it's falling into that comparison trap that we all absolutely do and we that to ourselves is that's the wonders of social media and um, but also the, the not so great parts is that comparison thing and you think you should be so much far ahead in your life um but again it's it's kind of back to what I said before it's reminding yourself that it is a journey every single day and you're not supposed to be you know if someone else has got a family at 30 and you thought you would it's it's just reminding yourself that that will happen for you but it's not yet so I do in long answer I absolutely do it all the time think that but yeah it's just I guess it, you know, enjoying the moment where you're at and just giving you, reminding yourselves that things that you are having day to day. And there's lots of things where I have to bring myself back down to, to normality, but like, oh my God, I've had this opportunity come through. Like, I've got to remind myself, that's a huge opportunity that will open so many doors. Uh, and I'm grateful that
0: for where I am today. Mm. And I, I, I so hear that. And I, I like to remind myself that at one point, I thought what I'm living now was kind of impossible or like a dream but then when you get to this point you're kind of like okay well what next Or so like what don't like it can be very easy to fall into the trap of like what don't I have rather than like what do I have or what have mm-hmm. I achieved
1: I just don't know where that started I always try to remind myself like where did this like mentality of that come from that we we're all just in this rat race And I'm like is it London is it living in a city like is that what it is but Yeah, you're you're so right. You do. You forget where you were like five years ago.
0: I think we can all be a little bit guilty of this sometimes, forgetting how far we've come and also just not recognising that we're doing so many things right now that probably at one point we wouldn't even dare dream about. So I really encourage you to sit down and reflect on all the things right now you're doing that at one point didn't feel possible. And these might be goals that you've achieved, but also who you are as a person, how you show up in life, how you feel, It can be those intangible goals too because those are incredible achievements to say, do you know what, I've grown so much in confidence or I'm pushing myself out of my comfort zone or I would have never gone to that event and now I'm going to that event or I would have never spoken at this and now I'm speaking at this. Whatever it is, really celebrate yourself something you can do to look to the future as well is write your future self a letter of all the things that you want to go on and achieve and set a reminder in your calendar to check the letter on the date in the future whether you do it a year from now or six months from now because it can be really magical to see what you have achieved and remember never be hard on yourself if it hasn't all come into fruition it will have faith you know, achieving in the next goal or whatever it is, that doesn't really just take away the comparison. Like no matter who you are, what you're doing, you might still feel comparison. I think it's always about just how can you bring the focus back to yourself and less onto them and what they're doing and more onto, okay, me, what do I need in this moment? Or is this making me feel like, oh, that is something I want in my life. Or if it isn't, how can I focus on more? Of what do I want rather than them, them, them? Yeah,
1: absolutely. And then you know, try and find the positive in it. If you're looking at someone's page and you're like, gosh, why am I, why do I just not have a lifestyle like this? Okay, right. So what is it that I'm seeing that maybe I want to achieve? Maybe they have a self, maybe they're self-employed and they can work for themselves. And that's, you know, what I'm looking to have with my life. How can I put goals in place towards that? Right. And I feel like this is for you as well. You had a career change, right? Where you were.
0: Yeah, exactly. Definitely. You know, I went from, you know, working, completely feeling unfulfilled. And, you know, and what I will say is before I um like started coaching, I never really was on social media. So I don't know, I think, you know, that was, that was my path. And, you know, I see some people who are in the early stages of training to be a coach and, and they're like putting everything out on social media and I think good for them. And part of me used to think, oh, you know, I wish I'd done that. But now I know that my journey was my journey. And, you know, I did what I thought I should do at that moment. And when I started, well, I was so adamant that I was never going to have um, social media. I was like, I'm never going to have social media, like, because I just didn't think I was a social media person. And like you, I see so many positives from it. And, you know, it's, it's been a journey for me. I had definitely have boundaries and I like to, you know, just check in with myself and notice hold on a second, am I just getting into that mindless scroll? Like, what's this about? Do I just want to allow myself to do it because I'm just in that frame of mind? Or do I just want to say, no, actually, I'm just going to get off it and do something else? Um, but I've, I've honestly, I've connected with so many amazing people. I've been able to share thing you know, all the things that I want to share on my Instagram. And I just, I think sometimes it's your mentality around it if you if you think and you believe that it's a really awful platform where everyone's you know horrible and it's like draining all your energy it's more likely going to be that or if you come from the point of view of it is an incredible place to connect with people meet people share your ideas share how you feel share who you are then um I I've, I've just feel like there's so much good from it you know you've got an amazing community now and how how did you how did you grow that how have you kind of developed that over time it's just so
1: interesting of what you just said about not being on social media because i had a private account on social media it was very much like oh this was my weekend with my dog and my friends having a barbecue <laughs> um and it was in the height of lockdown which to, to this day i always think that's so crazy because of what was going on in everyone's lives We were all just panicked. I don't have to remind us how just strange and awful that time period in our lives was, but that was the moment that obviously, you know, brands I was working with at the time, and just where I was at in my career, you had to become present online to obviously be able to help people in this instance. So, especially if you're working in a in a, a place where it's a physical clinic and a physical studio, so it was very much like, right, we've got to go online. We've got to really be able to share our knowledge and go on some Instagram lives. And I remember thinking, absolutely not, Alyssa. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to do that. I can't put myself on an Instagram live. It's just not me. I don't know how to do it. And I just, it would really put me in a really strange headspace. And obviously you've got a global pandemic on top of that. <laughs> so, But I did it. And that first one is definitely in the archives and I hate it, I, I cannot watch back on that first one, but it, it just reminds me of, you know, that's what we were saying at the beginning, life takes these turns and these journeys, and sometimes they're not opportunities that you want to take, and that's okay, you can be at peace with your decision, but this one was a great one for me, it definitely put me out of my comfort zone, and um, then I got to talk about my passion that I realised over the last 14 years to a wider community, um, using this tool that is social media, so I, I reached, I remember, and that's that's the thing that really helped me every day is, is waking up with messages like, thank you so much for spreading your word. You know, I'm in Australia I'm in Mexico and, and I would never have been able to do that if it wasn't for these. So that's just, I think the best thing for it is it's being, really being able to share my genuine passion for something and knowing that it helps others. Um, and that was where it started. It, it was locked down and then it was weekly. And I was hopping on these lives to just, you know, to share My favorite subject, which is obviously all these facial practices that I that I do online. So, and that was it. And it's just grown and grown and grown. And I'm forever grateful for it because it's definitely an extension of my career and and what I do now. So it's just wonderful to be able to help as much as you can.
0: Mm. And I, I love that you, you know, you shared that when you first were asked to do that live, you were like, no way. Because I guarantee people listening to this are going to be like, Okay, Sophie is amazing at doing lives (laughs) Like, you know oh, How am I ever going to get good at doing lives And I was the same And I was just like If I'm going to get over this fear about doing lives I just have to force myself to do do. it Like every single That's also what people love
1: And and anyone listening to this like, I hope they resonate with it Because people love to see that A genuine person on a screen And if they can see that you're a little bit nervous Or they can see you, you even admit Like, guys, this is not me normally. Okay. So I'm going to do this. Like, please forgive me. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, that's something people can resonate with. Like, you don't want to fake it. That ge- genuine kind of person's on your screen. That's what we want. At the
0: yeah. Exactly. Because I think one of the things to me was, you know what if I mess up a word or you know forget a word or things like that which I definitely just like date I think because I talk so quickly I honestly say so many words wrong and even my like best friend didn't realize this until then we were spending loads of time in the car together and she was like you actually do I think I get so excited Mine's when I'm abroad and like
1: friends of mine in LA are like what did you just say? Like, slow down. I'm like, oh, sorry. That's <laughs> a really, it's excitement.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so then I sort of thought, oh, you know, what if I do that on a live? And, mm. you know, then you get into all the meanings of it. Oh, well then what if that means that people think this and people think I'm stupid and people, and I really reminded myself of, I'm not a robot. That is me. That is who I am. I do sometimes forget what I'm saying. I do sometimes mess up my word. It does help me to have some notes if I'm going live so I don't completely, you know, go Listen, off. I had like a wanna...
1: host it notes on the first few and I was like all over the camera. But it's another one I want to touch on this subject is I do remember one that went horribly wrong. And it does, it really pulls on all of your insecurities because yeah. you can't see the people that are watching you. And it was basically down to Wi-Fi. My Wi-Fi completely failed and I didn't realise it had. <laughs> so I was like still going along, still chatting away to myself as we do. And then all these comments were like, we can't even hear you. This is ridiculous. Like, why are you doing this? We can't hear you. And then it's like, oh, God, what's going on there? I don't, I don't know what to do and cancelled the live. And there's thousands of people then that were like messaging saying how unhappy they were because they tuned into this around the world. And that definitely puts you in a place of like, oh my god, it's gone completely wrong. The worst thing could have happened. And you remind yourself, like, no, I'm I'm not a robot. This stuff happens. It's technology. Um, but then it kind of brings you into the realm of of trolls and all the negativity that it can spiral onto. And mine definitely did. I did used to have quite a few, and now I'm blessed that that touch with that. I don't get anything like that on my page. Now, but like you said, it's just remembering okay, so I'm not a robot, these things happen. And if you just speak that out loud to everyone, everyone understands that, of course.
0: Exactly. Yeah, I think I'm so used to being, if there's a technical problem, like, <laughs> please don't worry. Yes. Because they're all, like, they often is. I'm surprised there's not one today. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? With those trolls then, when that was kind of coming up, how did you support yourself? I, I feel like maybe that is another fear that people potentially have about becoming more visible, about putting themselves out there. And also, you know, as you touched on, not just this perfect version of themselves, but every part of themselves. Mm.
1: It's really tough. And I don't think there's one way to kind of, you know, answer to it or make yourself feel better for it. But there's definitely, I do still think there needs to be a change with social media and how it's allowed to happen you know how are we still allowing these negative comments and I see them on people's posts daily and I'm like how is this still happening in this in this day and age but again when mine were coming through I had quite a few at one point where um I did have to take myself away and, and not be present for a little bit because it was again right in the height of lockdown you're in a really vulnerable place anyway and then you've got this this person with a, with a no picture on their profile telling you all these horrible things about yourself that are not true so it's just having your support network there and either, you know, how you choose to deal with those is definitely each to their own. And for me, it was I ignored a few. And then for some of them, I just didn't care anymore. And I just answered and said, this is a safe space. This is a positive page. You know, I don't please no negativity here. And, and that was it. And I would either remove them and just report them. So it's just not taking it personally. And I think the first few that you have, if you ask someone that wants to get more present online, They they are tough, for sure, um, because they can highlight some insecurities that you may have about yourself. And for me, it was very much like, oh, this person's had so much work done. This is all such a lie. And I knew that I hadn't. So for me, it was like, that's, you know, this is not the worst thing someone could say or do. Um, But it's having that support network around you and making sure that you, that you know it's not you. It's just someone that's, you know, redirecting kind of their, their insecurities potentially onto you.
0: Yeah. And I love that like saying of like hurt people hurt people and I really truly believe if someone is happy and fulfilled in their life they don't have the time or energy to be being negative on towards anyone else or on someone else's page. So yeah I mean not that that necessarily makes it any easier because as as you say right it will sometimes highlight and the insecurities we have and the things that hurt the most is when we kind of believe a little bit of that ourselves oh, or maybe have a bit like oh no I, I was worried that other people might think this or whatever it might be but then the
1: worst thing we can do is obviously just like kind of retreat into that and then never do that again because I think that that should spur us on to be like okay so that's how you think about me I don't think about that at all for myself and I'm going to keep doing this because I can see that you know it, it might help others and and that can also again help you find another little route in your career where if you want to talk about kind of that kind of subject of trolls and that nature, um, and helping other people because there's definitely people that, that have their career online that have had some really tough situations with this subject, and it's either flourished their career even more and like spread the word on mental health even more. Um, but yeah, it's it's a tough subject, one that's definitely still needs. We still I think there still needs to be way more support from from the the places that we all work on online for this. Yes, one.
0: definitely, mm. definitely. Going back to the lives, mm. then, how did you give yourself that confidence boost when you were like, "No way," and then you were like, "No, come on!" Like, I've got it. Like, what? Because there are going to be people listening to this who are thinking about doing their first live, or maybe just even posting or sharing a reel or something, but that fear is stopping them right now. Mm,
1: definitely, it's a good question. I think for me, knowledge is power. And I say that in my subject all the time. If you feel confident with what you're going on there saying and you believe in what you're saying and that passion is there and you've got all of that behind you, amazing. That's going to get you super far because any comments that you might have, you know how to answer them, which is wonderful. And then just to have your support network. You know, you can always, I remember the first one that I did and I'm not going to sit here and say I had millions of friends that I could get on there and help me out. You don't need millions of friends, just a few core people that can really be your champions um and they'll support you through it and it's it's those kind of comments starting the first one I went on up they were all there they were all chatting away to each other and and I I did a lot of preparation for that first one it was a good week that I sat down I really I did had a strategy I really set it out and made sure I knew what I wanted to get across what the whole subject of this live was and knowing and rehearsing that made me just feel stronger in my knowledge that okay this is what I'm doing this is what I want to set across nothing else and that's what I'm going to focus on. And it's it's not letting your brain kind of get away with you and think, oh, but what about this? Again, we're not doing life or death. We're not. I always remind myself, this isn't brain surgery. Um, This is literally, I'm going to just go on a platform, share my knowledge and hope that it reaches a few people. And if it reaches one person, amazing. Then my goal is achieved. So you can. there's always things in place that you can turn comments off on lives. Like there's all these beautiful things you can do. And even if it is a reel, because again, we all get suffered with this thing of how is this real that I've spent like hours on reached minimal people? Like it doesn't make any sense. So there's, there's always these things that can happen. And I think listing out maybe the potential worst outcomes is a really nice idea as well. Like, okay, what am I worried about? What could go wrong? And knowing those ahead of time, making sure you're knowledgeable in your field, you know what you want to put out there, and then having just your key little support that can just be your champion. And friends of mine will laugh if they, you know, when they hear this, because... They were there at the time, like you know when you were like love heart, love heart, love heart. I don't think you could do as much as you could now, but they're like my fingers sore <laughs> from how many times I was like hearting your live. I was like, thank you so much.
0: <laughs> it is such a nice thing, though. I love that because you see love heart and you're like, okay, what? there is someone on the other That's end. That's what of you this need. This thing. That is definitely. And
1: like, yeah. And even what we said up, put some post-it notes there. If it is a live that you want to do, put some post-it notes on. But just make sure you've got your key people that you want on there. Like, just be one good friend. It's all you need just to be that champion to keep your positive kind of attitude going throughout.
0: Yeah, yeah. I love all of those mm-hmm. suggestions. And I like, definitely when I do lives, I will often say, I've got notes. If you see me glancing over, that is why. Like, I my I don't have the best memory and I, I don't like having to think that I have to remember every single thing and every single point that I want to cover. So just knowing I've got it down like you said preparation like you've got it in your head you know what you want to cover but if you suddenly have a moment when you're like hold on a yeah. sec did I cover it all or what was I going to say next you can just be like okay I'm on I'm on track I know what exactly. I'm and talking that's that
1: about. genuine thing again that's what people want that's what they want to see that unrealistic kind of thing and thinking you can remember everything again I feel like that's when people will watch and be like oh, I wish I could do that how they remember like being genuine being like guys let's have let me show you how many notes I've got for this live they're like oh okay she's real like yeah honest that's yeah
0: yeah and that that really that makes me want to kind of touch on that genuineness because I honestly feel like you are so genuine and you do share you know if you're maybe having a bit more of a challenging moment how does it feel to be that genuine and also you know Putting yourself out there?
1: Yeah, no, it's again really good question because it changes and it will change with the mood that obviously you're in in your mindset. So there are times, and i am still to this day, and lots of my friends that put their self out there online still say to me that they'll always have this. There are times where you think, Oof, do I put that out there? Like, is that shall I do that? Shall I say that? And then it's okay, right. What what am I worried about here? Okay, I'm worried that someone's gonna be like, ooh bit rogue that she's decided to tell us that she's got a bit of an anxiety like thing going on today but then again it's if I'm going to go and tell people on the street or I'm going to say to someone oh yeah no I've been feeling that lately I think to say that I have this community of people online that I want to really just share the realness of my life and my career as much as I want to I've got to be able to do that so I don't share, you know, up post and personal. I won't redo it. It's not me to kind of like do a vlog every single day of like, here's my breakfast. Like I just, I don't I don't have the time. I don't remember to do it as well. So if there are bits that I think are important and that I feel for someone else to share to me and I, I view that, I'm like, okay, that's what I want to put out there as well. So you will always have that second, that voice in your head, like, oh, steady. Like, do you want to share that? And for me, actually, even at the moment it can be, it's because Instagram doesn't, show which will talk on Instagram like on its own there but it's if you're sharing someone that's out of your niche and you might get this as well it won't show that to other people so it definitely lowers your engagement and that's the voice that I'll get it's like oh sometimes I want to show something but shall I because no one will see it or it's on this subject but again it's just reminding yourself well that's what I want to put out there so what's the worst that can happen um
0: And I think exactly as you said you know it's going to be different for different people and it's about what do you feel comfortable with and I I always think what is the purpose of me sharing this and just checking in with yourself on that rather than just thinking oh well they shared that like even because someone else shares whatever doesn't mean that you have to share it it's about what do you feel comfortable with like what is the purpose behind it so true so so true
1: and if you don't feel comfortable don't just do it because someone else is doing it like you said it's it's up
0: to you, you don't have yeah. to share it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, would, I don't know if the word's fun, but like almost creating your rules and boundaries and ways of working with social media rather than just like letting it run your life and thinking, well, this is how everyone else uses it. So I've got to use it like this. Obviously there's going to be little tips and tricks of how to maybe get best engagement or anything like that. But it's how do, do you want it to be part of your life, your business and for it to work around you rather than you just thinking, well, I've got to put everything out on there. And I know for me that I, I kind of my like home life, you know, my, my husband and my family and my friends, I don't want to share because I, I, it's kind of like protected to me. Like it feels like a separate thing. So I like to kind of keep that separate and I do check in on myself. I'm like, okay, how much do I want to share? What do I? Not that I kind of keep things secret, but I wouldn't be sharing loads of pictures of my family let's say but I see other people do it and I love it I and I know. you know I love that they do that um but for me that doesn't feel right and that might change in the future That's you know I'm not kind of yeah. like this is it for the rest of my life now that may change but right now this is what feels yeah. good
1: and you've got to rem exactly that it's it, what it's what feels good to you You to enjoy like seeing that and then sometimes this is what I find interesting is you- people that end up following someone for a long time, they end up having an opinion. Oh, she never used to say this. And now she's putting her baby's face on Instagram. And you're like, but that's that's up to her. That's up, that's their prerogative. And, and like you said, life changes, your journey changes. And you may find you want to share that one day or, or, or an opportunity comes up to work with the brand and that's kind of the position that you want to angle it. And it's, again, that's kind of back to that journey and that's okay to change. You don't have to stick to one thing. And if right now you don't want to share things, great but it's making sure what you what feels comfortable
0: for you. So agree. Yeah, exactly. And giving people grace to change so that they give it back to you too, because change is one of the most definite things we are all going to change in life Mm -hmm. and just allowing ourselves to do that rather than, you know, this is what I'm doing. And I guess that kind of goes back to your journey because you did allow yourself to change. Did you ever have moments when you thought, well, you know, I'm on this path now. Can I really change? Can I really, you know, that feeling of like start again? It's not starting again, but sometimes we have those thoughts.
1: Absolutely. hundred percent. I was, it was very much like, oh, well, I've come here and I'm now teaching. Do I want to go back? Cause I wouldn't be teaching. I would be doing more like treatments again. Like what's the journey I want to take here. Um, But I think it's then just, I reminded myself, okay, just because you know, I'm here. This doesn't mean that this is where I have to stay. I can definitely rethink it. I can go back to kind of the treatments that we were doing, but then maybe look at another avenue. And I think when you start to be receptive to that and and understanding what journey you want to go down, things become available to you. It's like you're putting it out there into the universe, aren't you? So then the, the opportunity just came up and I was like, great. Okay. This is You know, it's facial massage. It's very basic. Like, I'm going to be honest, facial massage has been around for centuries. Like, we didn't... I didn't start facial massage. But I think that was something that I learned really in the early days of my career. And to think that I thought I came so far and, like, 10 years down the line to come back to a treatment that was so basic, that kind of really touched on that subject. So, and then falling in love with it and realizing there's so many different ways that you can do it. There's more advanced techniques and just solely going on to that one subject, it doesn't mean that I went backwards. It just it just means that I found the journey that I wanted to do. And it helped because I've now got a lot more knowledge around the medical field. I've got a lot of friends that are practitioners in the medical field. They're still dying to get some Botox in my forehead. But it's not <laughs> happening. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I've had it done once. And I'm very honest about that. But it's not for me again. <laughs> yeah, I'm just so scared of needles. Like... <laughs>
0: But I think, you know, as you said, right, each to their own. Exactly.
1: And if that's what makes you feel good, there is absolutely no, no one can tell you wrong because it's your own path.
0: Facial massage. I feel like that has completely, I don't know whether it's just me following you and then I'm like being, but it's completely like kicked off. Mm -hmm. Do you think, has that kind of been from the last... Few years.
1: I do think, obviously, a lot of clinics around the world will obviously be performing facial massage. But I think putting it into such a way on social media has evolved, and I do think in lockdown where lots of people were like starting to do lives about it and starting to post about it. Now I can't believe how many advanced massage therapists there are that are selling courses or that are doing so many things. Like I'm seeing a new one every day, which. Do you know, I've started to look at it and think absolutely wonderful because this technique has completely like blown up around the world and it is incredible, but it's remembering it's not a fad. It, it genuinely does work. Like these practices have been around for so long. They're, they're wonderful, like Chinese medicine, like, all these incredible medicine practitioners that have been championing like ac- acupuncture or acupressure points and all of the incredible health. And it's not just the visual benefits that you get from these techniques. It's internally and as long as we're all remembering that, that that's that's what we want to put out there, and it's not just to be a, an influencer online and show all these techniques, I think that's that's the main thing. But I agree, it it's blown up hugely, which is amazing.
0: Mm, mm. Every time I look at your Instagram, you're kind of like flying off to another place <laughs> and doing more exciting things with your work. Tell me a bit more about yeah. like all the opportunities. That you've I definitely had and think you... that's
1: been one of the highlights for sure is to be able to meet so many therapists or, you know, I've met therapists around the world in New York or LA and they have just started their career. Like they might be even like six months into their journey as an esthetician. And they're like, I wanted to come. I learned facial massage. That was the first thing I was like, beautiful. Let's do it. And it, it's not easy. Like these techniques, were not you know they're not an easy thing to just kind of change your hands into. And if you've just learned some new techniques, you know me coming in being like, no, nope, do it this way. It's like, oh wow, it's it's very intense. But yeah, I think that's that's definitely been the blessing that I'm, I'm able to do it online. But I'm also able to meet so many different people, like in different phases of their career. It might be a client that just wants to learn how to do it on their face. Or it might be someone that's, again, like I said, just started out, or maybe they've been 10 years in the industry, but they've been in a spa and they wanted to, you know, they're doing body massage, but they're like, right, I can really help release tension and pain in the body, but I just don't understand how to do that in the face. So that's what's been such a highlight for me is, you know, so, so many people I've met and I've grown relationships with all around the world and I can see them now just flourishing in their careers um it's just wonderful to see it really is oh I definitely feel
0: a bit of like a proud mum moment (laughs) it's such an interesting and not that common job I would say that you have yeah so day-to-day what are you actually doing
1: love this and that's I think always the thing that you think of is like what are they doing day-to-day online um, but you're right, it's, it's I always say when someone says, What's your what's your job? I'm like, right, okay, here we go. Because it's quite, it is a niche that I work on, like educating people in different beauty, you know, techniques. So for me, it's it's become a place of obviously I've got a lot online that I now work with different brands and support them on their like skincare and things like that. But also in the brand that I'm with and that I love Face Gym, it's you know, I'm I'm here to to learn different techniques and teach different techniques, but also find new treatments that are out there because this industry is always evolving and with facial massage there's always new moves that you can add in there's always new like areas that you can help with and and results that you can give so for me right now it's it's like really on a treatment protocol level so some days I have to structure my week some days I'm really kind of trying to be creative and I'll try and block the day to like really work on new things new techniques and how to put these treatments together that might kind of get these best results and learning different courses, because I have to keep myself evolving. I have to always be learning and growing myself right in this, in this industry. And then some days it might be that I'm working with different brands on different new launches that are coming out, which I'm super grateful for. And I think that's, that's the nice thing. It's to, it's to be able to work with lots of different, like I have lots of different hats that I work with. So whether it's managing my team sometimes and, and getting them to a level of like helping others or, kind of helping another brand in another way that I can it's is never a one and done so I feel like I'm not answering that question with ease if I was a listener and I really want to know what someone does with their day it changes all the time and I think for me it's it's just allowing that and scheduling in different things what I hate to do is be in meetings all day every day because I just feel like my brain can't I need that creative time. And mine's in the morning. I don't know about you, but I get up, have a coffee, go for a walk, and I just get lots of new ideas and and think about new ways that I wanna wanna tackle the, the subject that I'm working on. So, changes.
0: When I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life, something that I loved to do was identify people in roles that I thought I wanted to be in. And I would ask them, day-to-day what were they actually doing and I know this seems like such a basic question but I think sometimes you can have this idea in your head that it's a job that you want to do and often when I would find out day-to-day what someone was doing it might not actually be what I thought it was going to be so actually start to reach out to some people in jobs that you would love to do, whether it's on LinkedIn, whether it's on another social media platform, maybe you know them through your network or it's a friend or a friend of a friend and see if they'd be happy to just answer a few questions about day to day, what are they actually doing? Is that something that you can see yourself doing? Honestly, it is one of the things that definitely helped me start to get clearer about "Mm, maybe I could do this and maybe that's not quite right for me. For anyone kind of listening to this, looking at you, watching you on social media, thinking I would absolutely love to do what Sophie does. What advice would you give to that person? Where would you say for them to start?
1: It's so funny. I do. I have had quite a few of those comments of. Your job, like, I just wish I had your job. Like, you just go around and just get your face rubbed and just have other people's <laughs> faces and try some new products. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm sure you what do a lot of. More. it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> I promise it's not, all, it's not all rosy like that. And um, what would I say? What would be my advice? I think just to find something that you're just semi passionate about, and it doesn't have to be something that you want to scream from the rooftop of how much you love, because you might not find that, and that's fine. Just find something that you're so passionate about and just to really channel everything you've got into it and and then you won't feel like it's work. You'll feel like you're enjoying your job because if it's something that you really do love doing, even a little bit, it won't feel like a chore. So if it's someone that's in this industry that I'm in, for example, I think a great way to do it is to get in there, to get your hands moving, to be a therapist, to kind of learn different skills. There's so many courses and there's so many new treatments that come up in the beauty industry. I I think it's getting a few of that under your belt. And if you're realizing that I want to then elevate and share this passion with the world, do it, go for it because you're learning. So just give us all that knowledge as well. And that's what we're all here for. We all want to learn new things. And there can never be too many of that. So if, if you see it online that, like, oh, there's too many too many content creators trying to share the same thing, your uniqueness is the thing that's going to be that people want. So just start by learning, 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 and then obviously it will just
0: continue. Find that question. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And goes back to what you said in terms of the fun of the journey. Absolutely. And I think something I really heard from everything you've shared is you know, it has been a path of trying out different things and some things feeling more right. And some things feeling like, mm, no, this isn't quite right. Ending up to a point of ultimately this is the purpose. And where do I go from there? And and knowing that the kind of the purpose is key, but then what you end up doing might change over time exactly
1: you'll get different opportunities along the way there might be people listening now like oh I don't have time to do all of that you know I don't have time to go back and learn a new subject or you know you don't necessarily have to and there's also so many opportunities now where you can learn online learn a new skill you know there's so many different ways you could do it alongside what you're doing now um I just don't think don't limit yourself and thinking oh well I already chose this path or I chose this career there's there's so many ways that you can tweak it and change it along the way, and you know social media is a, a perfect testament to that. There's so many people that I know that might be in finance or might be like a lawyer. There's so many different careers, and then you know they're completely changed just by their social media platform. And there's just there's a lot more opportunity which is available. Don't limit yourself just thinking that you don't have the time because you know we do. Your your time is now to
0: do it, right? Mm-hmm. And I think if if that is something that you keep on telling yourself like I don't have the time just checking of like how much do I actually want this because I know for me like I have wanted to have my own business for so many years the amount of random ideas that I've come up with um but I never pursued them ultimately that was because I didn't really have much passion or drive behind it it was some random idea that I didn't really care about and once I'd you know landed on coaching because there was so much passion behind it and I could really see the future that I could create and it was what I wanted to do then I was so willing to make the time and start thinking about okay when can I fit things in and when I look back I think I don't know how I like fitted in all the stuff that I did but I just I just did
1: you make time yeah you make the time absolutely because I bet you could find time there definitely is instead of procrastinating you know I can't do that it's like finding a little goal. Like, what's the small little step that you could do? And for me, it was right. Okay, I realised I love this industry. I love treating, but I want to teach. I want to share that passion. I don't necessarily want to be seeing about fifteen clients a day. Um, I want to help others learn. So it's like, okay, what are the little first steps in place that I can do to achieve that goal? And there's so much more now available. When it was me, when I was that at that time, social media just wasn't really. Oh, that's going to make me sound. I'm not. I'm not old, but. Social media wasn't available like it is now as a tool and an access to be able to learn and things, so.
0: Mm. And when, I'm really curious, was the job you have now, was it being advertised or have you kind of had different jobs at Face Gym and, and it sort of evolved into what it is now?
1: Honestly, no. When I started, there was no education department at Face Gym. It was, it, really? I mean, Face Gym's been born since 2014. So although we like, it's not really a baby brown, but it's still like, it's, it's not been around for as long as we all think it has. Um, and when I started, I was the first, the first trainer. Um, you know, I had I had my manager at the time that was again only three four months in, and we we really carved out the education department from the ground up, which is beautiful because when you've got hundreds of practitioners, you know, over the over the globe, like teaching the same technique, it's you need someone to be teaching them. They need their support, you know, like otherwise, they're kind of like, oh, what am I doing? Where do I go? Or, like I'm trying to educate someone, and it's it's making sure that our client gets that that nice ex- uniform experience wherever they are in the world with the brand so it was advertised and that was it I was the first one there and quickly realized I was traveling internationally because it was growing so much that little old me could not be the only one doing it the whole time which is how the brand's grown again in that department and now there's you know um, the wonderful team that we have in the US and the UK which is beautiful to see because yeah you it's that's what I mean. It's important to look back and see how far that you've come and how far that you work with these brands and these companies that we change within our careers all the time. So, Mm,
0: yeah. mm, What's next?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love (laughs) that question. Oh, do you know what? This is the thing. It's I've always been someone that's like, oh, I need a plan. I need a five-year. I need a 10-year. I need all these plans. And they just do not work out that way. And I'll say that to my friends and I'll be like, oh no, like I want to put this plan in place to do this, this, this. And that's good. You've got the goals, right? But it's not limiting yourself that they have to be done in like three or five years. For me, I just want to continue doing what I'm doing. I want to continue sharing what I love um, in every which way that I can. And that's, you know, if that's telling a story with multiple different you know brands and like all over the world then that's fantastic because at the end of the day my key goal is to continue to be a voice in this industry that makes you feel your best self and it doesn't matter what that is like we've said a few times but it's it's being that you know that that person that can really be that voice of it doesn't matter if you you know have a line on your forehead and you think it doesn't it's not bad to have an expression line I just want to keep being that voice and really pushing that into the into the industry so for me, there's a few projects that I have. Like I love that you said that you have to, you want to have your own business. There's so many different ideas that I get popping up all the time. One is like jewelry, for example. I've always wanted to have my own little jewelry brand. I've started it and then stopped it. Started it and stopped it. It's just. I'm not going to say time because we just said about time, Um, but there's always things that I'm looking for, but there is definitely an exciting project that I'm working on now that I can't really say too much about. I don't even hate it when people say, (laughs) I actually can't say too much about that. I'm in the midst of doing that will come out next year, which I'm really excited about. So I'll loop it back around when, when it does. I think for me, it's, I need like, I love different projects. I love helping people in different ways and helping brands and, and working on stuff for myself as well but it's it's like really learning different skills as well and continuing my
0: growth. I'm excited and do you know what came to mind when you said about the jewellery brand sort of not having the time and I think it's okay to sometimes admit to ourselves and just say ourselves like okay these are all the things that I want to do or on my radar at the moment this one isn't a priority for right now and I'm just because this is and sometimes it can be like none of this career stuff is a priority because actually my mental health or my family is the priority right now but then maybe in six months or a year things might shift again so just knowing that sometimes not everything can be the priority and giving ourselves a bit of space and checking in with ourselves in terms of like okay this is what feels good for right now and then maybe in six months a year i'll check in again
1: Absolutely. It's having that long-term goal. And it's like, I, I know I'd love to do that. It doesn't matter if it's not happening right now. There are times where I'm like, no, I've got to try and make it start. I've got to, I've got to do the steps, but it's not as easy as that. Like if, if you're finding it, that it's quite tough, it's like, you're right, park it. And just know that that's not going anywhere. Absolutely pick up that project. Maybe when, when life's a little bit easier for you to be able to, and that's what's definitely happened with my jewellery brand. I say my jewellery brand I think a lot of people, I have spoken about this too and I get lots of comments on like, oh, you, I love your jewellery, where's it from? And I'm always like, yeah, I, I would love to kind of continue with this. So it's definitely something that I might look at as a little
0: passion project on the side. It will happen, just when. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you
1: some, yes. I'll send you my
0: oh, I would love that. <laughs> Do you know I was smiling when you were thinking that because I've got one of these things. It's a kid's book.
1: I've oh, I love always, that. I've
0: always wanted to write a kid's book always it's written but like and I when I say when I say like it's written it's like it's like a picture like it's like a kid like a really small kids book like sort of like picture book so hopefully we have got some publishers that are listening right hopefully, now hopefully because you know it's gone completely <laughs> back on the back burner for like to be we me and my husband actually wrote it together in lockdown in 2020 oh
1: so this is just so
0: <laughs> <laughs> So See, it's, it's
1: like letting everyone know that, that these are the little things that you yeah, do. Yeah,
0: exactly. And do you know what? For a while we were really pushing it forwards and then, you know, other life happened and it's gone on the back burner and, you know, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, okay, are we going to pick this back up, you know? And I think there's just a nice feeling of knowing, and maybe you feel like this with your jewellery brand as well, of like it's going to happen at some point, it will, and it, it doesn't need to be right now. And that is okay. Like it yeah. will happen when it happens. Um, so, And you'll
1: get that moment when you're like, oh my God, like this is going to happen yeah. now. Like there will be that little thing that will happen in life. And as long as you're receptive to it, you're not stressing yourself out too much about it. Oh I'm so excited for you I feel like that will Definitely
0: take off I hope Absolutely. so It's honestly I don't know why it's me I think maybe Because I'm just like A little kid inside I mean the fact that You've got it ready to go That's incredible I know we passion just need project to kind of, Yeah, yeah it's, it's just It's an exciting Little side thing So um <laughs> Yeah, watch your space. Hopefully, oh. in the next few years, we can. You'll
1: be reading it to your children. I know. <laughs> Love
0: it. Um, right. Last question from me. If anyone's listening to this, if they feel stuck, if they feel lost, confused, or they're just like, what am I doing with my life? What three pieces of advice would you give them? Oh, I love that.
1: I think just for number one, Absolutely. It's just to know that you're not alone with that thinking. That is a completely normal way of thinking. And I wish I had a lot of people that would tell me that as well, because I would also think like, oh my goodness, like everyone's doing this. Like, Why am I not doing this? I've got no one to speak to about it, but it's just to really reset and think this is normal. Like I'm a human. I'm not programmed to be able to do things at a million miles an hour and get everything done in life. Like this is, This is just how life plays out sometimes. And it's not to put pressure on yourself. And then I think just once you've kind of filled through that, it's putting some little goals in place and thinking, okay, what what can I do to to get maybe one of these things underway? Like, where can I start? Um, And then just trying to find the positives in it, trying to enjoy the moment that you're in, because at the end of the day, life is, I hate to be that person It's like life's so short, but it really is so short. And I was at an event the other day and it really reminded me that we've got to find those little bits of joy in our daily life. So yes, you might feel stuck right now and we all feel stuck every day, but just think of the good things that you've got going on right now. You're healthy, you know, all these wonderful things that you can really focus on. And then just start a little mental journey, like just jot down some key things that you want to focus on. And then that kind of goal and that that will really help to drive yourself and motivate yourself to kind of start to feel out of this stuck kind of area. But I think the most important one to note is to just know that you're not alone with it because we all feel it. It's totally normal.
0: Ah, oh, so many words of wisdom from Sophie. She is literally just a ball of positive energy. And I really hope that this episode and our conversation has helped you. I know so many things that she shared have really resonated with me, so I hope you feel the same too. Something she said, which I actually wrote down because I was like, I have to remember this, is the fun of the journey is figuring it out along the way. I know sometimes we can forget to actually enjoy our life because we're so fixated on a goal and where we want to get to. So this is your reminder that life is to be enjoyed. Whether you're feeling stuck, whether you're feeling lost, whether you're feeling confused, whether you have no idea what you're doing with your life, remember to enjoy it too. You will figure it out. Thank you so much for listening. Please do share any light bulb moments from this episode. And once again, it means the world to me if you could rate, review and subscribe to the podcast and I will see you in the next episode. Take care.